Hail and hello, everyone. Welcome to the Random Heathen Ramblings podcast, a Midgard Musings production. Join me, Jesse, your host, as we discuss random heathen-related topics and various other things in an attempt to find where, if any, heathen worldviews can be applied. You can support this podcast by clicking on the Linktree link in the description or show notes. You can also follow me on all of my social media platforms, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and become a patron on Patreon. Join me every Thursday morning at 9 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Central on all major podcast streaming platforms, including Apple and Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, and many, many. If you wish to have your voice heard on the Random Heathen Ramblings podcast, you can dial in to 615-671-9832. Thank you all once again for listening to the Random Heathen Ramblings podcast. Enjoy and hail to you all. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Mm. Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome back to the uh, Random Heathen Ramblings podcast. Cheers, skull, hail, welcome, hello, all that fun stuff. Thank you for tuning in this week. Thank you for coming back. Thank you for continuing to support this podcast through uh, all of the ways that you so do. Um, so thank you for following. Thank you for engaging in such ways as liking these videos, uh, upvoting the podcast, sharing them around, um, supporting monetarily. If you venture down that path, thank you for my... Uh, Spotify supporters or those that that support this podcast through uh, through Anchor, that is greatly appreciated. Um, thank you to my patrons on Patreon. Uh, that monthly ha- is uh, that monthly you know pledge is is greatly appreciated. If you're considering uh, a number of ways to support you know Midgard Musings in the podcast here, uh, you can check the link tree link that is. Share it in the description and show notes of every podcast um, and, and, you know, find what fits you there. There's merchandise. There's tons of ways to support monetarily for as little as a dollar a month through Patreon. You can also do uh, donations through Ko-Fi. It's a $3 donation, basically the price of a cup of coffee. Unless you go to Starbucks and get a, a multi grande venti bologna sandwich or whatever the hell they call them over there um but yeah check it all out um i am uh sitting here enjoying a dram of uh it's called old portnoy old portney it's a single malt i believe it's a 12 year um scotch kind of reminds me of a space side 
Um, there's definite, you know, vanilla and, and, and caramel notes. Um, kind of a rich, fruity nose. Perfect for these, you know, snappy, chilly autumn nights. Uh, tonight isn't so much. I think there's a, a storm or something coming up, maybe from the hurricanes or something. I don't know, but it's uh, it's a little bit warmer tonight than it uh, you know than it has been over the last week or so. Um, but we are still you know consistently staying in much more moderate temperatures here in the Middle Tennessee area of uh, of North America. Gearing up this weekend in just a couple of days, actually starting tomorrow night. Um, Going to be heading up to Springfield, Tennessee to set up camp and attend the uh, Raven Moonhearth's Shadow Moot event. If you guys have been listening for any length of time, you know that uh, the fine folks over there at RMH are hosting a public uh, camping sort of event. There's going to be ritual. There's going to be workshops, classes. Um, My wife and I will be there. I will be providing rune readings throughout the duration of our stay. You know, so we'll, we will be arriving uh, Friday afternoon and leaving Sunday morning. So while you're there, while we're there, definitely come by our camp and um, you know get a rune reading. They are $15. I can accept most of the popular forms of payments such as PayPal, Venmo, Cash App, um, and uh, exact change cash. I'm not going to be carrying a lot of extra cash with me, so I don't uh, foresee being able to make change so if you have any of those electronic means that is preferred or exact uh, exact change uh, cash currency will work just fine um, and then also uh, in addition to the rune readings this week I will be or this weekend rather I will be uh, ho- uh, holding a class on Saturday afternoon heathenry 101 it's 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 gonna be my best attempt to kind of do a crash course um, lesson on heathenry um, it's going to be published on the YouTube channel. At least I'm going to try to get most of that content uploaded onto the YouTube channel. Um, fingers crossed that everything gets captured and video and audio and all that work out there. So for anybody that's not um, attending, uh, it will be available on that platform. So be sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel if you guys that are listening um, aren't yet already. Of course, if you're here watching the podcast on YouTube then uh, I sure hope that you're subscribed because I'm here um, almost like clockwork every Thursday to, to premiere these episodes. And also, if you're watching on the Spotify platform and you're not yet subscribed, head over to the Midgard Musings YouTube channel and be sure to subscribe. You can also join the, the channel um, as a channel member, um, which is like a monthly you know pledge, as it were, kind of like Patreon is, uh, but it definitely it just helps keep uh, this machine rolling as it were because I am the only one doing it and it's nice to know that people have your back and want to support you in that way so um, now that we've got the you know official housekeeping stuff out of the way and we're here just kind of cruising on um, this uh, this week's episode actually comes to uh, comes to us here in the form of a, of a suggestion from a post that I made um, on Facebook this week so if you're following me on Facebook, you might have seen it. Uh, just asking, you know, what, what should I podcast about this week? And uh, but what a lot of you folks may not realize is that um, the Random Heathen Ramblings podcast is um, very random in the sense that uh, sometimes I don't have content laid out 
you know, in, in a back catalog. And uh, I still want to put out content but without sacrificing quality. Um, I'm kind of left stumped on, on what to do. You know, I don't want to continuously uh, or continually repeat myself. Um, although I know that there's a lot of people that may uh, ask for things or request content that ha covers topics that I've already done. Um, so I'm always, you know, happy to, to revisit certain things or, or at least direct you back to um, an episode or, or, or a video or something where I've already talked about it. And there are some of those cases, but um, this week's uh, topic is um, uh, something that I, I don't recall ever really talking about. And I thought it was worthwhile talking, especially that we are in the, the month and the time of year that we are in. So um, the suggestion came from uh, the chieftain of Raven Moon Hearth, Greg. Um, and his suggestion on the topic for this week's podcast was to talk about um, ancestor veneration and how, um, basically how it affects or impacts us in the past uh, or how it impacts past, present, and, fu and future um, or something along those lines. And uh, I, I, I got to thinking about it and I thought, Sure, why not? And the reason why I thought it would be a good topic to go over this time of year or, you know, this particular week is, you know, for a lot of uh, a lot of Norse pagans, we've just passed the winter nights, Veternetter, uh, Veternetter uh, celebration. So that time of the month of the of the harvest month, house monother, where uh, we will celebrate winter nights, the, the onset of winter, as it were. Um, and during that time, during those celebrations, it's, it's tradition to have a very uh, specific focus towards and on our ancestors. It almost lines up with, in, in some ways, the, the upcoming Samhain for other types of pagans, you know, and, and not to say that there aren't Norse pagans that's, that do also um, observe the Samhain uh, Sabbath, which is, again, it's, it's a Wiccan um, Sabbath. Um, but uh, some pagans will, will try to blend the two, you know, saying that it's the same thing or that there's... But it's, it's not. It, they're, they're definitely two different things. And um, But the types of things that we think about this time of year, right, we hear about... Um, thinning of the veil, you know, around the Samhain and uh, Halloween, you know, times. And we're definitely, you know, in that, in that mindset, in that mode where for a lot of us, you know, we feel um, much closer to our dearly departed. There, there, there are things that happen. We have encounters. We have um, experiences probably that would be classified in most, uh, Norse heathen or in Germanic pagan uh, definitions is UPG. You know, it's it's that woo-woo type stuff that's not necessarily uh, rooted in historical facts, but that's not the, that's not what's important right now. What's important is that um, during this time of year, for a lot of pagans, not just Germanic pagans, um, there is a there is a focus on ancestors and our ancestors and venerating them. Now, as a general rule, right there's the, the, the practice of ancestor veneration is, is something that I think a lot of us as, as pagans keep going year-round. It's not that we just stop doing it and only do it once a year 
or at certain holidays or holy tides or high feasts or anything like that. Um, but we, we tend to, um, at certain and, and specific ones, we tend to have a very, again, focused approach uh, to that all. And um, I don't know, when I got to thinking about Greg's, you know, suggestion and past, present, future, right? What, what has been, what is happening now, what's already happened, what is happening now, and what could happen. Um, here's my whole thing about ancestor veneration. I think you get a, enough people in a room and you start talking about it, you'll probably hear a lot of the same responses. But first of all, what is it? You know, what is what are we talking about? Ancestor veneration, ancestor worship. It's it's the the it, it means exactly what it's you know it, it means exactly what it says. We are venerating or or honoring um, our, our 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 ancestors, the people who have died before us, who are no longer with us, who have been a part of our lives and who have lived lives that have uh, ultimately led to us existing. And why do we do it? Why, why is ancestor veneration so important? Now, I've talked about um, death in, in a heathen worldview uh, context or, you know, death in the afterlife um, in a separate video. I'll put that down in the, in the show notes of the podcast and in the description of the video for those that are interested in checking it out. But in that video, I, I refer to how important um, ancestor veneration was to our ancestors because it was believed um, and it's and it's gonna I think vary a little bit from uh, region to region or locality you know there's going to be certain nuances um, that that vary or differ from from place to place but overall in general it was believed that um, just as the family protects you and, and, you know, the family unit is, is protecting each other in life, that in death, the family also is, is protected by your ancestors. And you do things um, up to and, and leading and, and in their final moments and during their, like, the death ceremonies and all that sort of thing, the burial rites and whatnot. You do, the, you do things to secure that um, continued protection over, over the family, um, which is why we see um, items being buried with, with people, um, especially those of, of high status in society, nobles and stuff, which, you know, who were buried with weapons and you know, valuables and all sorts of things. But it was, it was done because... The hope was that the comforts and the amenities and the things that they had in life that made their life, uh, their physical life, so uh, meaningful and enjoyable, that the things that they continue to experience, their, their next stage of life, because death was not an end, and it is not an end. Death is not the end of, um, of everything. It, it's, it's the transition into other things, and it's the transition into a new form of existence and a new type of living. You know, um, the physical body, the shell, this outer form is what eventually dies. But the, the, the parts of our soul, the, the various parts of ourselves do not die. We are continue to go on. 
And so putting those items in the grave and, and, and sending off your ancestors uh, or sending off those loved ones who become ancestors with those things was to sort of be like, okay, well, you had it good here. Now you're going to have a good where you go next, wherever that may be, you know. Um, and so with those types of traditions, I mean, we even see some customs like that living now and today um, where, um, you know, I've, I've been to plenty funerals and, 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 and stuff of, of loved ones where heirlooms or keepsakes and other things are uh, given to the deceased and presented in a, in a way that, you know, is, is, is a gift in a, in a, in a sort of way. And, and while the, the meaning behind it is perhaps different, I think the, the spirit behind it hasn't changed, you know, or the reason why we do it is we want, we want to know that a piece of, of, of us goes with them or that they, they always stay with us in that sort of way. And so the gesture carries with it, I think, the same meaning. Um, so maybe the, maybe the meaning itself hasn't changed. The ult ultimately, the spirit of it of the of the act um, remains remains true, right? So, looking at it from from I guess you know like a heathen perspective, still we 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 come from the past. You know the the, the past is gone, right? We we've, we've already lived it. Even so far as what I said moments ago is part of the past now. You know. Um, when you started watching this episode of, of the Random Heathen Ramblings podcast, it's in the past now, and now we are in the in the in the present. But the the present is constantly moving and and, and taking being taken over by the past. You know, Urd is constantly filling in the gap of Verdandi. So we live in the here and now, but we are always moving towards Skuld, the, the the future. We are always moving towards that that next thing. So with with ancestor veneration, we are we are continuing and and feeding the fire of tradition. We are we are always wanting to remember the love, the memory, the 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 fair fame of those who have earned it, um, and keep that memory alive through engaging with that person or persons in a similar fashion as if they were still sitting here across from us or next to us, you know, and still breathing the same air that we breathe and, and still living in a, in a form that we can visually identify and, and be close to. It's, um, and we, and we do it because of the things that those people did in the past. They had great greatness about them. You know, they, they, they did great deeds. They accomplished great things. They served honorably they they whatever their actions were whatever their deeds were um carried with them a, a deal of honor um and a deal of respect and to forget that and to and to not venerate that and to not honor that and to not worship that in a way um does our ancestors a disservice and it as the way i feel at least it it keeps them further away from us and further away from their protection because the why would you want protection from a dead relative right it was believed and i believe that they are the ones who 
have our best interests in at, at heart and in their minds too. They want us to succeed and they want us to do great things just like they did because it perpetuates and it continues the legacy and it, and it feeds the well and it strengthens that um, that, uh, that 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 um, hamingya, the, the the family luck. It's 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 a living thing. And so to, to not do things to, to feed that weakens it. It, it would be like not stopping uh, the, the nurturing of a, of, a, of a plant as you're trying for it to grow. If you stop watering it, if you stop you know, nurturing it with uh, compost and, and, and sorts of stuff to, to give it good growth, right? if you just neglect it and kind of let it do its thing, it's, it's, it's not going to grow as strong and it's going to become a shell of what its potential, potential could be. Um, and so, uh, in, in a much more, I think, complex way, the the veneration of our ancestors, the worship of our ancestors, feeds that the roots. You know, it nurtures the roots and it keeps things alive and well, and keeps our connection between one another strong, and our bond remains strong. And so, therefore, they want us to to uh, to do well, and they will help us do well. Their strength is our strength. Their luck is our luck. You know, so when you see people who uh, are succeeding well and, and, and doing well in life, it, it could be said that they they have strong hamingya. You know, they have a, they have that strong uh, family luck tied to them, and, and it's likely, you know, without knowing them closely or whatever, it's likely that they've they've maintained a strong uh, connection between themselves and their departed ancestors. So it's again, it's it's feeding. It's feeding the wealth uh, and, and keeping that connection of the past close to bur- further build and, and strengthen the present. So by doing that, it, it kind of goes, again, hand in hand, and, and, and it's all interconnected, and it's all interwoven. Um, it's where weird comes in. Um, there's this there's this luck um, that, that that's occurring and that's happening, and, and, and the, the luck is... It's either good or bad. It is what it, it's, it's. It's both things. It's not you know all good. It's not all bad. But you get that inheritance from that or the, the where we call Othala, the inherited inheritance of your ancestors, fed down through, you know, um, your ancestral line. So doing those things, keeping connected to your ancestors, uh, whether it be you know a lot of folks will have like an ancestral shrine or altar where. It's nothing but photos, memorabilia, tokens, whatnots tied to their to their family line, to their ancestors. I've been in places where um, an entire um, entryway or an entire stairwell. My parents' house at one point in time was kind of like this, where you know the stairs going up to our house, our old house on Long Island was nothing but family photos of my my grandparents, my mom and dad's you know parents and then their parents and all the cousins and uh, uncles and and you know stuff of like all the family stuff and it was like this again it was like it was this, this wall of, of fame as it were you know so every time you would go up and down the stairs you would look and see um, and be reminded of them I've been in places like that where you know the the whole, I don't know, foyer, as it were, was was nothing but items dedicated to, 
you know, family members and stuff. Um, so it's 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 definitely something that a lot of uh, pagans, not just Germanic pagans, um, have a sense of. And you know, I think ancestor veneration is, is 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 a rich tradition in a lot of cultures, not just Northern European or Germanic cultures, but all over the world. Um, and so again, feeding that feeding those memories of the past and, and being reminded and, and, and bringing them to the surface and, and not letting them sink to the bottom of the well, you know, um, not allowing them to be forgotten keeps them close to us. So once again, you know, the, the, the past is the past and, and it is constantly being taken over by Verdandi, which is moving, which is the now, the here and now, the present, and well, always moving towards the future, schools. So there we go. It, it, it again. It kind of all, it all intertwines, um, and it's all interwoven. We are doing the things to keep those ancestors close to us from the past and keeping them with us in the present to secure and build a strong tomorrow. You know, for our our families, so that way our descendants have the same luck that our ancestors before them or before us gave to us at one day when we become ancestors they have that same luck to pull from or to draw from or to you know um, benefit from so how is that you know how does that all play out well the deeds the things that our ancestors did were whether they realized it or not laying down the groundwork laying down that foundation laying down that uh, yeah that, that foundation to build upon and then when in when when they be, you know go into the halls of hell and then return to their, uh, their the halls of their ancestors now they're like well my descendants are going to either take this or leave it and and we do them a disservice if if we don't take what was given to us and and move towards building a future for the next stage of pe- for the next group of of descendants to to carry it on now it does it does bear uh you know, mentioning here that um, when we talk about ancestor veneration, I hear, you know, one of the arguments or one of the things that uh, people bring up is, well, you know, some of my ancestors were real dirtbags, you know, and um, I don't want to remember them. I don't want them to be remembered. I think they were, they were trash or they did, they did horrible things. You know, look, everybody's family has got, you know, that crazy uncle or that, 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 you know, that bad apple. You know, everybody's got a sour apple in the bunch. Um, and you don't have to, you know, they, 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 they are still your ancestors, right? You know, and they still were part of life. And, and part of their life is, is part of yours. You inherit it all. Again, it goes back to the whole concept of luck. It's, you know, you don't pick and choose what, you were, what hand you were, you were dealt. But what you can do is you can decide what part of that hand you want to play. And what part of that hand you want to discard and leave alone? And if it's not worth perpetuating, if it's if it and if it's not worth um, hanging on to, then let it go and let it sink to the bottom of the well, and then add more positive and good layers to offset that that you know that that negativity, that that muck, that mire, you know, kind of like how water and oil separate. Let it let that separation occur and let it now build on the layer that that's above to 
further again strengthen and secure you know uh, better things for the future um so is it complicated i don't really think it is i think you know for people that are maybe new and coming into this they they may get hung up on the fact that um you know especially if they if they've come from a background of worshiping a singular monotheistic god that you know that could maybe pre present some challenges of just getting used to the idea of you know actually worshiping your ancestors praising them speaking well of them giving them gifts leaving them you know tokens of of, of things that you know you know like let's say uh i've done this before like i knew my grandmother loved to drink scotch and i still drink scotch on a regular basis do i do it to honor her maybe not in in the day-to-day -day, um, or the week-to-week -week occurrences of it right but every time i have a drink of scotch i can't help but think of her and i can't help but think of you know what we would be doing together sharing a glass of scotch the things we would be talking about you know and even though she's not physically alive i can and do have a drink with my grandmother from time to time you know stuff like that or maybe a meal you know if, if you know of, of a i don't know a, a particular food item or recipe you know you're you're making your grandma's you know chicken pot pie or you're making your your grandfather's you know grilled steak or, or whatever it is you know what i'm saying um having them you know th those recipes yeah sure that's it's just a recipe but like again having that memory of, of where it came from you know you can kind of insert that into that 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 hearth cult practice of of venerating your ancestors because that's what it is you right that's that's ultimately what it is it's it's a hearth cult it's it's an individual practice that surrounds your hearth cult and with germanic pagans specifically today one of the big things lacking is building of hearth cult and and having a hearth cult and and knowing what it is that your hearth cult is and and practicing it before you worry about you know how do i do bloat how do i sacrifice to the gods how do i you know have ritual with a group of people and and do all these things to that are you know yes important and have a place but do you even have your hearth cult in place do you even have those those things that you know are are and, and should know are are closer to you than the gods you know your ancestors the whites the the, the vatir all of those components of of this particular branch of paganism all of those living again i say living in the sense that they are living in a different way than we are you know they they, they live and exist in the spirit form uh, but they still share profane space with us you know it's just they're on the other side of that again the term veil right where the veil is thin and the thinning of the veil that's why we feel like so close to our ancestors and stuff this time of year with regards to that is because it's it's a time of year where that the separation between the the where the living and the dead are is the the lines in, in the sand are not so clearly 
drawn out anymore. You know, it's, it's a bit muddled. So we use that and, and we, we tap into some of these types of things this time of year. And so as you're thinking about, you know, your ancestors and maybe maybe you're a Germanic pagan who's just gone through the winter nights thing and then did things with your with your people or maybe you just did something at home and it was a privately closed off sort of event right because we know we, we have examples of of both being done um in some of the texts you know we have the norwegian model of of house bloat or winter nights which was a very private and closed off event that versus the swedish model which was a kind of a a public to do, you know, and a public celebration where more people were involved. Uh, but maybe it was again one of the one of the other, and uh, ancestor acknowledgement, ancestor veneration was was a key component to that. Or maybe you're a different type of pagan, listening and watching, and you are uh, approaching and looking forward to Samhain, you know, coming up where you've you've got some of those uh, similar things that you're thinking about, and. How it can uh, how it can work for your benefit. Either way, um, whichever your approach is and however you take it, I feel like if we start to really put a put an emphasis on hearth cult, our individual cultic practices in our hearths and homes, um, and really drawing that out and really building that out to something of, of you know that we have our own traditions that we are doing because that's how it was back in the day man like every every hut every family every clan whatever did things their way and that's that's that that was their tradition right what are your traditions and you don't you know that's not that's rhetorical right i'm not going to sit here and say well what here's what my hearth cult practices are that's my hearth cult practice it's private and i'll only share that with certain people if at all but it's a question you should ask yourself you know, instead of going straight to the, what do I do with the gods? How do I do this with the gods and the sacred and the, the divine? You know, I think once you figure out your hearth cult, once you've got that nailed down, once you've got your um, individual cultic practices solid with with your ancestors, with the whites or the Vaitir, however you want to call them, then the next stage of things where you're going to be interacting with, you know, the big boys, as it were, the, you know, the gods and, and the sacred becomes easier. You, you know, you've, you've already got the, the, the groundwork laid. You've already got it. Um, stuff that you do, again, it, it mirrors in a in similar way. Yes, there are certain things, especially if you take it from like a historical uh, approach, you know, like feignings and offerings are not the same thing as bloat, and bloat is only done uh, to the gods. Um, and, and it's very specific if you're going to... Um, take it from a historical approach it's you know you don't bloat to your ancestors you bloat to to the gods it's it's then that's it but i think again i think before you approach it before you approach you know and, and step into the deep end you gotta know how to how to wade through the to, through the shallow end and, and get your footing and get all that established first and foremost um so Kind of just to recap, you know, I mean, Greg's Greg's question about you know ancestor veneration and how it—I um, I should have wrote it down, wrote it down, or I should have had it look look looking at here. But I'm going to say it, it 
it was it was something along the lines of the um, uh, how does it how does it uh, impact past present and future and I know impact isn't the isn't the right word so let me let me just do this let me quit talking about it and let me just find it do the right thing Jesse stop trying to Stop trying to, uh... Oh, yeah. Connected. How ancestor work keeps us connected to both past, present, and the future. So I think, you know, how it keeps us connected... There you go. Um, It keeps us connected to the past because we are maintaining those connections. We are maintaining those ties through frequent activity through through frequent work with the, with our ancestors gifting to them um singing their songs talking about their great deeds mentioning them during our meals having little little customs and stuff that we do to you know um keep their fair fame and their memory alive um that's how it keeps us connected to the past and it's funny that you say you know connecting to the past because um there's this, there's this, uh, there's this meme that I see float around, and I call it a meme, but it's like it, it's. It, I guess you know I, I understand the sentiment, and it and it, and it means well, um, but it's like a picture of whatever the guy's name was that played Ragnar, Travis Lawrence, whatever, whatever the dude's name was that played Ragnar in 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 Vikings, right? He's looking all looking all badass, whatever. He's got that wild hairdo and stuff um probably covered in like blood or whatever but it's uh and and i think they're even trying to say that it was like a quote by ragnar or something i don't know maybe it was i haven't watched this the show in a long time anyway the words on the meme were um stop looking behind you know stop you know stop looking in the past you're not going that way right you guys have probably seen it. you know what i'm talking about that thing um it's ironic, you know, where, like, all of these people are like, yeah, you know, keep moving forward and and and, blah, blah, blah. and then in the, in the same breath, they're like, well, they didn't do it that way back then. You got to maintain true to the traditions. Like, but you just said, don't look back because you're not going that way. It's kind of like it's it's uh, contradictory. <laughs> Again, I understand, like, the meaning of the meme and it doesn't necessarily. But it's, it is. It's ironic. It's say, yeah, yeah, don't look behind you. Don't look to the past because you're not going that way. And yet you want to get stuck on people, you know, and, and can cry about people uh, not doing things the way they did it, you know, a thousand years ago. But there is an important element of the past that we need to remain, that needs to be uh, connected to. There's like a, a lifeline that needs to be preserved. You know, that, that, that root line, as it were. Taproot, maybe, is a, is a good... Uh, definition or or word for it is to you know keep some sort of connection to the past because again it's it's what got us here but feed it to the point of 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 nurturing it and and allowing the, the the growth to continue and then that's what strengthens us in the here and now and as the future goes ahead of us you know the things that we do today are preparing us for tomorrow and the next day and the next day and the next day and so as as long as we as I was saying before, you know, Ord takes over Verdandi, and then Verdandi 
you know, school or uh, yeah, school takes over Verdandi, and so it's like this constant. Um, you know, it's 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 overlapping, it's interwoven. Overlapping is probably a good you know analogy, I guess you could say. It's just you know, if you think about this this line moving, and then the stage of the line is always changing because what was here in the present is now and back here in the past, and then what was up here in the future uh, in the present is now the future. It's just how it constantly goes and so ancestor veneration helps on all three you know uh, helps all three parts so as we move into shadow moot the week into shadow moot this is the last time i'm going to talk about it um, in the future sense right uh the next time i will be talking about it at least in a podcast, will be in the past sense, as in it is now in the realm of Urd. But as we talk about it right now, it is in the realm of Verdandi. It is what is to come. Or sorry, it is in the realm of Skul. It is what is to come. Talking about it is in the realm of Verdandi. And even at the point of you guys listening and watching this, right? I've already talked about this days prior. So you're hearing, I'm hearing it again, or you're, you know, you're hearing it for the first time. But uh, it's already been spoken. So my words come to you from the past. Like a history book. Like a like an already written down thing. I don't know. You could get you could get really weird into it all. And if I had other people to talk about, I'm sure we could really break out into some really wild philosophical type uh, conversations. But it's just me. And so now you just have this sort of one-way street that has multiple alleys that we sometimes go down and, and find you know certain trash cans to, to bang and certain windows to knock on and then it's out here back into the main road onto the next station you know wherever that wherever that is so um yeah there you go it's it's this is not a very in-depth long podcast but i thought it was a great one to to put out here with the topic in, at hand so i hope you guys liked it and if you did be sure to give it a like. Uh, don't forget to share this video, share this podcast around uh, wherever you have an, uh, an audience. So tweet it, retweet it, I mean. Um, repost it on your YouTube channels. Share it on your Facebook and Instagram feeds. Uh, wherever it is that you happen to see this pop up, um, please feel free to you know engage also down in the comments section, especially for those folks on YouTube. The more you engage, the better it all gets. I hope you guys are enjoying also, the uh, the additional uh, YouTube shorts that I've been doing. I've been trying to put new content in the form of shorts every day just to keep the algorithm, you know, recognizing that I'm consistent with it. So I hope you guys are enjoying that. If you have any fun or cool ideas of, of things you want to see me do on that on that vein, definitely be sure to, to let me know some form or fashion. You guys have all the contact information. It's linked up in um, the description or show notes. You can write in. You can call in. You can message me whatever any of it's fine um and i will get back to you as soon as i uh, as i possibly can so once again thank you so much for tuning in listening and watching today uh, uh episode of the random heathen ramblings podcast your support is always greatly appreciated and until we see each other again may the gods continue to notice you and may your ancestors smile upon you <laughs>